1: everybody and welcome to another edition of Squad Wipe Gaming. I am your host, Sega, joined by... Shades. And we are here to bring you our third episode. Uh, Just very quickly, don't forget to check out the sponsor of the podcast, Precinct Fat Man's Pizza on Niagara Falls Boulevard. They have any type of pizza you want. Um, Some of the best specialty pizzas around one of my favorite sauces around as well as some really great chicken wings so go check them out they are right next to I believe it's St. Christopher's on Niagara Falls Boulevard if you are in this area moving forward it's already episode 3 yep we're recording this uh, I'm one armed
0: (laughs) shades is one eared currently I can't hear on my ear and it sucks (laughs) So (laughs) so, I'm breaking stuff again
1: and everything just fell down um but it's an exciting week. We've got a little bit of gaming news. First, um I'm gonna hop into our schedule coming up. So this episode will be dropping on a Friday. We don't record on Fridays. But um so there's actually some stuff I'm missing. There's some games going on right now, but at the time of recording this, um esports. We're moving into another week, we're moving into week six Of the League of Legends LCS. Mm -hmm. Um, On February 29th, we've got FlyQuest and Cloud9. Team Liquid versus Team Solo Mid. Golden Guardians versus The Immortals. 100 Themes versus Evil Geniuses. March 1st, 100 Themes versus Team Liquid. FlyQuest versus Dignitas. CLG versus TSM. Golden Guardians versus Evil Genius. And on the 2nd, it's dig versus c9 and clg versus immortals uh, that's just for the american lcs lec is in full swing as well on february 28th um, Shulk 4 versus origin rogue versus excel sports fanatic versus misfits team vitality versus mad lions g2 esports versus sk gaming 29th mad lions versus excel rogue versus origin G2 versus Team Vitality, Misfits versus SK, and Fnatic versus Shulk. And then the LCK, which is the Korean League, um, week four on their end on the 26th. It's KT versus Sandbox, T1 versus Griffin, Gen.G versus Afrika and uh, Afrika Freaks on 20, on the 27th, and Life Esports versus Dom on the 28th, we've got APK versus Dragon X and T1 versus Sandbox. On the 29th, KT versus Hanwa and Don Juan versus Afrika. And then on March 1st, Genji versus APK and Dragon X versus Griffin. LPL is gonna be on week five on the 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th. 28th, 29th, and March 1st. I'm gonna spare you from reading every team because we're still going on this one. Um, and then I want to hop into some other games. Kicking off week four for Overwatch. Florida's taking on New York. Atlanta versus Toronto. Houston versus um, versus London on the 29th, and on the first we've got Philadelphia versus Boston. Atlanta versus Paris. Florida versus London, and Houston versus Toronto. Um, that's actually all hosted in Houston as well. And then week five is the, um, is hosted in China. Week four there, and then we're back in Washington on the seventh as well. Um, pretty exciting to see, like, esports are literally all over the
0: world. They they have, cities have their own professional, like, esports teams. It's not just like, oh, you're talking about a New York sports team. You're not just talking about, like... The Bills or the Giants or something like that. Like, you're talking about esports that are from, like, the best players from the state, from the city, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's pretty
1: awesome. Um, it's like, we, like we, I was just reading off, like, the, the league teams, and it's all, like, um, sponsors from, they're just random names, or developer sponsors, yeah. or gear sponsors. And it's cool to see, like, the Toronto Defiant versus the yeah. Boston Uprising for Overwatch. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, it's like some of them, like Cloud9, they're in... They they're, they got a league division. Um, I'm yeah. pretty sure... Um, what's the game? Rocket League, they have one. Mm-hmm. I know they do in Call of Duty, and I'm pretty sure there's a Halo uh, yeah. Cloud9 division too. And they
1: have uh, representatives for some of their fighting games as well. Yeah. Like, I know... Um, a friend of the show, he was close to Nakat, who I think gamed for... He played Smash for C9 at one point. Um, and a couple of the other... other. He's been across, I think. I want to say it was, it was C9 he was. It might have been CLG. I, I might be wrong. Um, but he was a Smash player for a while. Mm. Uh, so they're all over. I know um, we've got Dota rolling right now as well on March 15th to the 22nd is their next game. Um, there's a big, there's the Brussels challenge in Belgium for the Capcom pro tournament or or tour. So that's like street fighter and things like that in March 20th to the 22nd. And then, um, counter-strike go actually at the time of recording, um, there was one in Anaheim on the 21st and 23rd. So just passed. And then the 25th through the first, um, the world championship in Poland is happening, um, so that's pretty cool, and then there are some some um, battle royale stuff going on. Apex is having a global qualifier uh, on the 29th in February, and on March second, it's cool to see Apex kind of blowing up. Um, and then in a little later, we'll have PUBG stuff in, in April in this summer. We have a, there's a couple PUBG games, um, and Atlanta. No, I lied. At the time of recording, it's Atlanta, but the next week on March seventh, eighth, um, LA has two teams for Call of Duty, and they'll be hosting Week Four. So that's there's a ton. It's so cool to read through and like not be able to stop. And um, there's actually a, a professional in esports NBA Two K League yep. launching this 2020. So now we're even getting like esports sports games.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Finally, it's it's always been one of those things like. You've had you have like Madden and stuff and like techno uh, tech Bowl ball tournaments and stuff like that and like they're they're actually finally getting recognition. It's Like yeah, these kids can't play the the actual sport of football themselves because it's soaking wet. They're like a buck ten, but they could play the hell out of it on a, on a console. Like let them have some recognition for it because they have to, they memorize all the same stuff and everything like that and sometimes even more.
1: And there's something can do both. Like yeah, oh that's yeah, the even crazier. Like some there's some people out there who. Can tear it up on the field and then come home and tear it up on of the virtual field. There's like oh, yeah. no difference. It um, makes
0: it makes for better better athletes too because it trains you so much more in, in in memorizing plays and stuff like that. Your eye hand coordination, those fine motor skills, how to estimate things a little bit better, and yeah, like it's 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 great what video games can do for you. And it's not just like oh you play video games? Yeah, I play video games, and I have a, I have friends all over the world because of it.
1: this and it's it's been like honestly for me so um at the time well still um this will come out friday at the time of recording the previous the monday um prior to the week that this came out i've had shoulder surgery yep and um my recovery is actually moving pretty quick and one of the reasons why is literally uh one of the only things i can do with my left arm is play league of legends and I've been playing a ton, and I can just set my, I can take my arm out of the sling. I had my shoulder, my labrum tear repaired, part of my clavicle removed. I can actually set my arm on the table and still move and hit buttons. And I'm actually building a lot more strength mm-hmm. and coordination in my fingers. The first two games I played, I was like, I'm hitting Q, and my hands would not respond quick oh, <laughs> yeah. enough to hit yeah. Q. Um, but it's really cool. I'm, I'm like, I, this has been like a a rehab for me is playing video games and getting like my hand is my my movement is coming back into my arm
0: so quick it's it's smaller motion opposed to uh, like just trying to go in and like trying to lift even small amounts of weight and rehab right right away or whatever which a lot of people do jump right back into something it's like no you gotta move slow and be smart
1: and it's keeping me from going crazy too that's been the other huge thing um i've been able to sit and and still communicate with people have a great time and really sit down and i i've I've been playing league every night with a group of guys getting on um whenever i can and i am slow to start streaming because of the responsiveness of my hand oh yeah um but it's been fun and it's like it's such a cool thing that i'm like oh yeah this is awesome that's like i get to sit and play video games and it's it's beneficial it's not just like it's like oh i'm doing this because i can't do anything else like it's awesome
0: Speaking of streaming, so uh, uh, the previous Friday, uh, we, we, it was myself and uh, our other buddy, El, uh, Saiyan Elder, we were streaming for a little bit on Mixer uh, Battlefield 1. Holy wow, that's, uh, that was definitely a jump of a game. Yeah. And then ended up losing a connection to any good servers, so we switched back to Battlefield 5. But like the same guns that are between both those games fire completely differently. And it was just, it, it was fun getting used to. I uh, definitely want to play more, but wow, it was, it was hard. <laughs> it was such a different game, even though it's the same game, but it's not.
1: Yeah, and and it oh, it's, I've been loving streaming. I actually hopped on and watched you guys. We had wow. some of our friends hop on and watch. Yeah, um, yeah so some
0: friends we didn't talk to in a couple of years we're in.
1: So thanks for hopping on and watching. Um, on Monday this past week... I know uh, Ascended Samurai, one of our other members of our team, um, he was on playing some Fortnite. I know he usually hops into Destiny as well. He um, just upgraded to an HP Omen. So you've got – we're, we're kind of comp- competing with each other a little bit here. I've got the Alienware M17. He's running his Omen, but we're going to be running together. Um, we both have Destiny. He just la- uh we're both getting GTFO so expect streams from that um, but constantly watch our Facebook if you don't have us on Facebook it's squad wipe gaming pod that's what you um, you type in the, the browser facebook.com backslash squad wipe gaming pod. Um, you should be able to find our Facebook um, we post all of our streams up there all of us are on Twitch uh, we're gonna try to coordinate eventually so we can all just stream on the same twitch so if you want to subscribe to us you can subscribe to one channel um, but follow us. If not, um, if you're not ready to, to subscribe, I know we're not pumping out a ton of content yet. No, not really. Feel free to follow, um, watch our Facebook pages, watch our mixers. Uh, yep. shades is the main one who, who streams on mixer right now. The rest of yep. us are on Twitch. Um, there will actually be two more members joining our team, which is super cool. Um, and I'm super excited at the time of this releasing tomorrow is our big event. Tomorrow yep. is the, the podcast Precinct Redemption. So if you're listening to this Friday morning, um, I'm going to look up the address this time because I messed it up. But you um, come out to the event. There will be basket raffles. There are, I think we're at 70 plus yeah, something like baskets. That, yeah. 70 plus baskets. And it's still growing. Like we've, oh, yeah. we've had such a big um, set of donations come our way. So it is from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. on the 29th. At St. John the Dayless Sale Church in Niagara Falls, New York. That's on Buffalo Ave. Um, you can find the event on Facebook. It is Podcast Precinct Redemption Fundraiser. If you type that in, um, come out. We're going to be playing some games. There's all sorts of stuff going on. I'm announcing another new podcast because I need more stuff to do. Yep. Um, that will be launching in October, which I'm super, 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 super excited about. Um, but yeah, back to video games. Just had all that stuff. I wanted to make sure that news stuff we got out of the way. Um, this weekend, as well, from the twenty seventh to March first, is PAX East in
0: Boston. Yeah. What's PAX East? Shades. Um, PAX East is is the uh, event we're gonna have this PAX East this year is gonna be more focused on indie. Uh, indie games and stuff like that. There's also going to be Bethesda Game Days is on the 29th. I don't remember the times of that. I think it's like three in the afternoon or something. I know you can stream that on Twitch because that's where I'm trying to be. Going to try to find it during the event. Sneak off for a little bit and watch video game stuff. Um, but it's it's like uh, in the same with uh, like E3 and obviously Pax West and like QuakeCon and BlizzCon and stuff like that. It's the the big place for it's the big meetup. Um, PAX PAX is one of the, the bigger events. Um, and actually, some news just came out uh, last week about Sony. Uh, well, uh, uh, PlayStation backed out on the 20th, I believe. Um, and they cited the reason for that was because of fears of the coronavirus. Because a single person in Boston um, was confirmed to have the coronavirus. They have been put in quarantine. And CDC and everybody's doing everything they're supposed to do. And what's weird about the whole thing is... Well, first off, PlayStation said they wanted to do it because of the the risk of it and the fear of it. And all of that stuff. And wanting to keep their employees safe and everything like that. Which is all well and good. But it it happened a couple weeks ago that they found out that this guy had the coronavirus. So it's been weeks. And like a week before the event is supposed to start, they pull out, which is, I don't know, I I don't want to call it some kind of conspiracy theory craziness or whatever, but it just seems kind of suspect, like really. It's been weeks. I understand the will to put their people's safety first and stuff like that, but it was a, a person. It wasn't like a, a apartment building worth of people or something like that. So do you think they don't have... Uh,
1: product ready to show off or they wanna they were hoping that Xbox maybe showed off some stuff by now I, I think
0: I think they were kind of banking a little bit more for for Xbox to have done more but they're I don't see Xbox really like trying to push because everybody knows, PlayStation is going to be at E3, so yeah. it's going to be the Xbox show. Yeah, and that's like, the
1: thing. Like, Do you think it hurts Sony that they keep not showing up to these they're, events?
0: They're losing months, and it's not like, hey, we're Sony, we're Sony, we want to come to your event. Okay, here you go. Like, You have to get your booths in. Yeah. You have to do all the submissions. Who's your staff going to be? Where are you going to be set up? What's your schedule going to be like? And paying for everything, getting hotel rooms, getting spaces, and all that stuff. And that's. I don't even know how much money, probably probably a, a good couple million that they just basically threw out the window. Yeah, but in, in the same way, you're getting even more speculation and about like, oh, is it because of this, because of that? Who knows? But more and more people are talking about PlayStation over everything else at at PAX East right now, and some of the indie companies are going to be there, and the fact that so many people are are kind of let down because this was going to be the like the unveiling and playtime for. Um, Last of Us Two. Yeah. Which is gonna bum a lot of people out. And the tickets are not refundable. So if you're going there just for PlayStation, kinda out of luck, you gotta find something else because you can't get your money back for your packs tickets.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of a bummer. It's a weird
0: strategy. Like it,
1: Well, and I think it's just like Um I remember where, one of the main reasons I watch these these cons and stuff. Uh, and these big events, is I want to get hyped for what's coming. I, I calendar out when things
0: are coming out and what to look forward to. I was thinking of going to PAX East, but that's when everything happened and we found out the date for the redemption yeah, this weekend. That's why I'm not going to. Boston. I probably would have went to PAX as well because um, there's a lot of stuff that you. Because I I couldn't get a, a badge to get in because they are basically all sold out. Yeah, you're Thursday that is the
1: only day that's yeah. still available. Yeah, it was
0: Thursday, and then you had to get like these crazy package deals that were for like five five people or something like that. Yeah, thousands of dollars, and it was just gonna be probably me going. Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff like, but game days that's free. Yeah, so so what PAX
1: East is. Is um, It was originally a con known as the Penny Arcade Expo. Um, so it's an expo that's actually held in five locations throughout the year. Um, it is in Seattle, Boston, Philly, San Antonio, and Melbourne, Australia. So right now, PAX East is the East Coast one. I know Philly is kind of East Coast, honestly, as well. Yeah. Um, I think that one's counted as like PAX North. But, it might be. But even though Boston's even sense. more north. That doesn't make sense. But it is. Um, but, yeah, so we, we've got the PAX, PAX East this year. Um, and that is going to be – it might actually be PAX Unplugged. That's Philly. It is. It's PAX Unplugged. Okay. That's Philly, um, which is a little bit different. But I won't focus on that because we'll talk about PAX Unplugged when it comes. PAX East is, is that. It's the East Coast. But it's really cool – um, because it's not specifically video gaming either Pax is this massive event for all sorts of game culture there are concerts uh, oh, yeah. tabletop gaming tournaments video game tournaments there's a huge land party like a BYOC land party yep. um, there is so much going on from Dungeons and Dragons to Halo like and there is a Omega was it I'm gonna forget the name of it now. There's a tournament um, that stretches the length of the whole weekend.
0: Yeah, the schedule. The Omega-thon.
1: And they'll play, they just pick random people and they'll play anything from Tetris to Skee-Ball to Halo 3. Um, And then there is a, a... Esports tournament that runs the length of the weekend called Pax Arena. So there is so much in panels and, and signings, and mm-hmm. it is the one a huge expo. It's like the Stark Expo of video games.
0: It was it was bigger than E three for years and years and years because E three was huge. Like that's that's the thing that if your company your startup gets to E three, you made it basically. Yeah, but it up until a couple years ago, it wasn't open to the public. The PAX yeah. events are open to the public. Yeah. As far as I can remember, they've always been, yeah. like... Well, that's... Yeah, they, they've uh, not, not been not cheap. a
1: social thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, they weren't a cheap thing, but it wasn't like, hey, you have to have, like, burn your money kind of money. No. Type of thing. Where it was it was affordable. especially That's why they have so many across the country. Because, like, where we are in New York State, it's only a couple hour ride to go there. And, like, stay for a night or two at a cheap motel or something. Who cares? Whatever. I'll throw a few hundred dollars down and do that and go and hang out with people and stuff and then drive back a couple days later. It's like a long weekend. That's good. Yeah. And like that's why they have so many events so that way people do that where other accounts, it's like you have to be in the know. You have to know somebody in the industry or be working in the industry or have some kind of connection or be a content creator or something in order to get into them. And it's finally opened up to the general public. It's like. You're shutting out your fan base. Like you, you, want them to come in. Have certain areas closed down. Yes, that makes sense for your business people. But like, bring in your community, bring in your culture, and it's just gonna grow. All the cosplayers that are that are there, all the tournaments, and mm-hmm. like, like I'll, I'll be talking to people about something from uh, a midnight release that that I went to a couple of years ago, and we're like, oh yeah, what happened with so and so? Yeah, I heard they had a kid and blah 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 blah. And I'll talk with people that i haven't seen in years and years and years but it's like we we connected over this this video game thing from years ago And every once in a while it's the same thing like like reconnect with people on facebook and stuff like i don't get to see these people that often because we live all over the country but we could hang out every couple of weeks just hey how's it going how's the family blah 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 let's go blow up a tank or something like, exactly yeah and, and the PAX events are great because, like, you could actually meet people. There's there's a couple of other podcasts that I listen to where the people are actually going to be up there and they're going to have, like, meetups and stuff at a couple of the local bars and stuff like that. And I wanted to go because I've been listening to these people for a while. Yeah. And it'd just be cool. Just, like, I've seen interviews with other people. I've followed their content. They're really funny and stuff. And it'd, it'd be nice just to go, hey, hey, how's it going? I enjoy the work that you do. Keep it up. It's, it's, you're entertaining, blah, blah, blah whatever and kind of just like, whatever like that stuff is really really cool and it's something that the industry definitely needs especially with how how toxic it can be at times for yeah. for games and it's like they're video games and they're you pull in politics and stuff and it's just kind of the waters get too muddied with it it's like I want to come home from work and I want to sit down I want to chill and play a video game and just relax Yeah, it's hard to sometimes.
1: Like, cons, I think, are one of the best things. Like, well, well, there'll actually be some um, Zoom mic coverage probably from a con. We're going to go to in April. There's a local con. Um, hope maybe, fingers crossed, especially if you listen to this, we want to be more involved than just that. Yep. Um, but uh, And I'm, I'm working on reaching out to people. But if you have any connections at University of Buffalo, let us know. We'd love to be involved um, with UBCon. We've been going every year for a few years. I think last year was the first year I missed um, yeah. in a long time. But, uh, yeah, so the kind of stuff it packs, though. And I, I, this is the kind of thing I, I like to touch on um, because it's so insane. Like, people, I think... Sometimes uh, we were talking about this with comic books earlier too, um, but people limit an industry down to the standouts. They limit it down to like like when you think video games, you think like right now. I think it's like Fortnite, Call of Duty, um, oh gosh, League of Legends, like Overwatch, anything with an esports, like yeah. Fallout and the Last Fallout, of Us, Gears of War. Even, and even then, like, a lot of the AAA titles and you forget about indie games. You forget about stuff that's existed for a while. Super Smash Bros., anything Nintendo, I think, oh, really yeah. is in that, that paragon right now. Um, but you forget about how big the gaming community is and tabletop gaming. Literally looking at this, like, they're going to be playing, um, like, on, on day one, they're playing Clank. There's some Sushi Go happening. There's going to be a couple D&D adventures for D&D gamers and tabletop gamers like me um, playing Magic the Gathering. There's speed running Pokemon Blue, like Mm -hmm. old school Pokemon. There's some Call of the Cthulhu playing. um, Playing the Transformers uh, trading card game that's apparently a newer thing.
0: There's There's a lot of newer ones too. Some
1: Catan their nhl 24 or not 24 nhl 94 is being played yep. uh call of duty black ops 3 is going to have a um a game there's a speed run of mario double dash which like mario kart double dash which was one of the best mario karts of all time is on the gamecube um and, and, and they can go on and, and caught co- there's some cosplay printing there's a, a magic the gathering tournament there's video game tournaments um so there's a super smash bros uh like a year in review a year later for super smash Bros. ultimate um and there's so much there's the omegathon um gaming tournaments going on and they're playing weird stuff they're playing slapsey um i've never heard of it before (laughs) no clue and they're playing disc jam as well um and it's, what if Tron, but Space Jam, and Dragon Ball Z. And they did air, air hockey with their bodies. Like, that's what they're playing for these big tournaments. Yep. Um, and, and it's cool to see the culture get to expand and be more than what it is. I think there's an ultimate chicken horse tournament, <laughs> which is, a I love that game. Um, indie games is honestly what brought me back into the video game culture. And for a while, like, I don't know, it was cuz you don't it's hard to get excited about a AAA title nowadays because like stuff you were saying um, and E3 is one of the few things that still gets me excited about AAA titles mm-hmm. but indie games just has this like love and i think represents the community like we were saying oh yeah uh and there's something just about an exhibit hall full of just people walking around checking out things and 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 talking to other people with a love for the industry. Yep. I think like I see a Rooster Teeth poster here and I immediately go back to like my childhood. <laughs> 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 and Red versus Blue. Yeah. Um but I think things like packs are huge and I kind of wish we had something like this like, even closer and locally. Um like I know, UbiCon is a, a is a smaller, like very oh, toned yeah. down version of it. Video games is a huge part of it, but it's also a lot of anime yep. more. Um, but I think we get a lot of video game convention or not video game uh, comic book conventions and things like that. Oh yeah, there's, there's a bunch of
0: them here, especially with with how close we are to Canada. We get a lot of comic book, yeah. but the video game stuff. Fan
1: Expo in Toronto. Yeah,
0: but that's the thing is like the video game stuff is is at all of those. But they're just small. Like there's one, not a video game convention. Yeah, there isn't a
1: good good video Even game. Even in New York, which one. is surprising um, when I think about it, that there's not like a video game convention that runs out of New York City
0: well, that they I could have, think of. like They have more stuff on a smaller scale. Yeah, but
1: not there's not like
0: a yeah, big thing. There isn't, thing. A, there isn't a, a PAX level event at New York for strictly like video games.
1: And, yeah, and so it's like... But it kind of stinks, but it's it's so cool. I, I, like this is one of the dream things for me. This is a bucket list for me to do a big con. I also want to do um, a, a Dungeons and Dragons event. So packs would be cool because we would kind of check both those off. Because a oh, lot yeah. of um, a lot of the like exis- acquisitions incorporated, which is probably the second biggest online. Ah. I don't know Harmon Quest and Adventure Zone. They're in the top five of like online D anD D players right now. They're a huge one. They're they're going to be there. There's music events, um, and and I would love to do that. Ctw Two is an all board game one that I would love to go to. But this is such a solid mixture. Um, and it kind of looks like, I think, what we dream about when we oh, think yeah. about this show yeah. and what video games look like. When we think about this show, we've even said, like, we want this to just be the gaming community, not it's, just it's video
0: based, games. Yeah, exactly. It's based around the community. I mean, what, what all, with all that stuff that happened with Sony and them leaving, the mayor of Boston even sent a a, a letter to the CEO of PlayStation. Yeah. about Like, asking them to please reconsider and to come back and, and to help fight against, like, the stereotypes of... Of, of cultures and stuff like that and different things. And just like, it was a very wide and broad kind of a thing. But like, you see when, when you go someplace and you see something like, like this virus that's going on and one case of it, or even if it was like a couple of cases or something, but still in a city that's that size, like you have a company that's that size with a global reach and offices across the planet. And they're going to pull out because of this reason. Like it, it, I don't know. It just, to me, it, it doesn't seem like they're they're doing what's right for them and for their employees and for other people and stuff. But at the same time, you have all those other companies that are going to be there. Like, take the proper precautions. Ask somebody in the government, like with the CD or CDC or something, like what are the protocols we need to do to make sure nothing happens, and like. I don't know, I just think it's kind of shitty that they're going to pull out like that. Yeah. It's, it's a shitty thing to do to the, to the community and to their their fans and stuff like that, and to the city. Like, yeah, you just, you dumped all that money, and you have this open space, and who knows, hopefully they could throw something else in their, their booths and everything like that, and whatever. Like, that'd be awesome, but, like, it's just, I don't know, I think it's kind of shitty. Yeah. For how they're just, the PlayStation just keeps backing out of stuff. I can't wait to see how the PlayStation 5 is going to be. And they've kind of trickled things out here and there, and a lot of rumors. Like the cost, supposedly the cost is gonna be like five hundred bucks, because of the the cost to actually make a PlayStation Five is like four fifty. Yeah. So they're gonna make like fifty bucks a console, which it's it's rumored that it's gonna be the cheaper of the two consoles. They always try to undercut yeah. Xbox,
1: which and I feel, like, but I feel like PlayStation always has a lot of exclusive ips yeah and so it bums me out it's like come show these off like show off
0: last of us i want to see more um that was that was like one of the big drivers for for pax was like people want us. it's like finally like because especially with how impactful last of us was as as a game like the the story for it and everything like that oh i know i know plenty of people that have played it through like four or five times and they absolutely love it. And it's like every time they play it, like they just like feel all those emotions come back, even though they've seen it a couple of times. And,
1: and two's cast is so strong with mm-hmm. like Ashley Johnson returning in the main role. We've got Troy Baker back. I don't know if you saw a while back; they did like a really awesome duet together of "Poor" uh, or "Wayfaring Stranger." Mm. And then on top of that, you add Laura Bailey in, who's rolling off of Gears Five as Kate. So yep. it's like it has a ton of potential, and just any other PlayStation IP. Plus, like, yes, we're in the the reach of a new generation. Like, this isn't the time to hold back. Like, yeah. this is the time to get hyped. Um, with that, though, I want to hop over to another, like, I guess, controversial right now company, but that has stuff that I'm super excited for. Um, so, with Pax East. Bethesda Game Days is also taking place in Boston. Um, it's only a two-day event, and they only have six things, six main like stage things on their schedule, and that's uh they're gonna preview Fallout seventy-six, Wastelanders. Yes, they're gonna yep. preview Wastelanders. It comes the out the April DLC, April
0: seventeenth, if I remember correctly.
1: Yes, which like this is kind of um, do or die for oh, seventy-six for for the company
0: for I. I don't,
1: See, so, yeah, I kind of disagree with you there, but I understand where you're coming yeah. from. Um, with Fallout being one of their main IPs, I still think the high, the die-hard ESO fans are oh, gonna yeah. keep them alive. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's that that's it's just got such a strong following. Or not ESO fans, sorry, Elder Scrolls Elder in general, fans? not ESO yeah. Online, because that was kind of a flop too. That's still functioning though.
0: Oh, it's actually a really great game from the stuff of some yeah. of the guys been watching, especially with the new DLC that came out. It looks really good. So, and
1: that's the thing. So,
0: Wastelanders
1: has the opportunity to do kind of what Elder Scrolls Online
0: did, Ghost Printer, uh,
1: what Elder Scrolls Online did and, and kind of redeem itself, I think even more so, um, and it does look like with it, they're actually releasing some pretty sweet, uh, 76 exclusive PS4s and, um... 360 or sorry, wow! Xbox Ones at um at the event, yep. as well as it looks like they've got some Fallout 76 um computer monitors and stuff like that. So they're doing all sorts
0: of raffles. It's pretty much almost like a re-release of the game. Yeah, is how it feels for and, sure. Yeah, I, I definitely know once that once that comes out, I will be streaming it. I'm probably gonna creating a new character because I guess it takes place. From my understanding, it takes place like a year after the events of, of seventy six and everybody leaving the vault and, and doing all the end game stuff and then uh, the the NPCs or the people coming back to the Commonwealth and kind of reclaiming it and there's gonna be factions and you can join up with yeah. like the the Mothman cult, um, with some regular settlers, with raiders, the Brotherhood of Steel, which shouldn't be in the game because that breaks the canon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, and a couple other different factions and stuff like that and it, it's going to have like voice options and stuff like 3. It's much more role play and it, it's built there's there's actually quite a few role players that are out there uh, like, like role play stream and stuff like that that's really good and during game days Chad of Fallout 76 story is I'm sure that's that's yeah that's where are we're gonna get to. I cannot wait for that yeah. because I love their content. They are absolutely hilarious. I've listened to multiple interviews on other YouTube channels and stuff, and they're they're just so crazy off the wall. And like, if you listen to their podcast about the game, it's these people the, the people come out of the vault and they're experiencing Fallout seventy six, um, and they, they role play. It. It's like it's set like. Um, like an old radio drama.
1: Yeah, it's like playing like a Dungeons and Dragons, but with, with a video game and rpa and they don't t- play, show the video game gameplay, right? No, no, they, they, so they do, do like, like a, a radio, radio, radio drama in Appalachia.
0: Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah, and it takes place, and they actually they poke fun at the game in in some of the original early glitches, like the uh, the Brahmin floating in midair. Yeah. Or, or this or that and stuff, and they kind of play it off to. Uh, they, they they go through and describe like why why are we. Respawning, I was just killed by, by that bear the other day, whatever, and I'm back. And they actually they have a lot of fun with it. It's really good. And it got picked up by the, uh, um, a bunch of the, the higher-ups at Bethesda. They're actually fans of the show. And they, they came to them like a month and a half ago and said, hey, how would you like to do this? And so they've done the script, they, and they're going to act it out and do all kinds of stuff. And it's awesome. It kind of sinks because they haven't been releasing the regular episodes yeah. like they were because I love listening to them. But for everything, all the production and everything that's going into this, I'm, I'm so excited for these guys. And they're they a newer group, too. They've been around for like a year and a half yeah. doing podcasts. So it's just like, the, Bethesda is finally listening to the community. Yeah. Which has been the problem from the start with 76. That's why I'm, I really think it's kind of make or break for, maybe not their other games, but definitely for Fallout. For Fallout, for the IP. And for getting into Starfield. Yeah, that's that's their new IP. Like, are we gonna trust you with this new IP? Yes. one this 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 stable of your of your franchise. You guys are just kind of like throwing away.
1: Yeah, and and here's the thing that Wastelanders reminds me of Destiny two or Destiny one. Sorry, Destiny mm. one. Destiny one came out a while ago and it was okay. It was like, ah, what are we gonna do with this? And then they got sale quick. They brought Taken King in and put yeah. a bunch of life back into it yeah and then destiny 2 same thing it was like initial release mm-hmm. and I, it might just be these live games these multiplayer games struggle a little bit with that kind of stuff i think i think they um it's what can we do to make the game as playable as possible now but leave it open for us to do maintenance and add stuff and yep. sometimes they leave out too much yeah um and i think that's kind of what happened here and the same thing they added all the this this DLC to Destiny 2, and it feels like the game's gotten life again. The, yeah, the games, the games are actually like complete again. Yeah, and and so that's one of the issues I think. Instead of getting complete games, and we've talked about this before, but at the same time, it sounds super weird. But I feel like um, it almost works sometimes when For games. when like oh that IP sucked, dude. Wastelanders fixed it. Yeah. like they they listen to us, and it's almost like well yeah. They listen to us. That, that could that be part of their plan? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And draw people back in because that was like Sonic the Hedgehog the movie, for example. Quick, uh-huh. this is a quick side thing, but it was like, I want to see it because they messed up big time, oh, yeah. and then they went
0: and fixed it.
1: Yep. yep. You know what they I mean? to it. And so it's like, oh well, now I have to go see it because they listen to me. Or did they do it on purpose? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Was it was it the thing that Nintendo does where it's like, hey, here's a a, a shiny a shiny old new thing like the, uh, the the NES mini and but you're only gonna get like this many and then we're gonna drip drop them out to you over the course of the next couple of years you're gonna forget about them then we're gonna re-release it again and hey look at that and drip drop and more money and, it, and it's smart but yeah
1: I think 70 uh, wastelanders could be I'm, I a breath of fresh hopeful. air for it I, I am think
0: it's extremely could... hopeful for it
1: uh, so on top of that then we go into a completely different game and something I'm excited for, and that's Doom Eternal. They're gonna show Mm -hmm. off uh, battle mode and the multiplayer, which was one of the things I loved about the first Doom release. And they actually have two uh, Boston Celtics players that are gonna be hopping on and playing um, on Doom Eternal as well. And they're doing a deep dive into some of the higher level stuff, which is super cool. Um, And then they're gonna do, and this one, there's something about this one. They're doing an ESO game show um, two of the team leads will be on it. They're going to do some trivia and physical challenges for prizes, it says. And anyone who's linked in viewing. Um, so if you do play ESO, you get some, a crown crate and a leopard cub pet through the Twitch drops if you are viewing. Um, so that's pretty cool. But also, that's the only, ESO, that's the only Elder Scrolls thing I, I see on here. Do we get... Any any information about six? Do they tease? Hey, six is gonna be at E3, I, or is it just gonna be completely not present?
0: I feel like you've there's gotta be something. Well, um, if you look at it too, you have this, and then there's there's also QuakeCon, and you have E3, yeah, and you have stuff like like just throughout the year, I could see them kind of like teasing Starfield yeah. a little bit more, like having that picture like they did with uh, E3 for. For Skyrim, would just like the picture of the mountains, I could see them doing that with Starfield, um, and doing more at at uh, QuakeCon because that's that's their yeah, event. and and I think and you, you might more get it at, at E three. I could see them doing more
1: come to stuff. We won't get any gameplay until E three or QuakeCon. Yeah. I think we won't get any gameplay till E three. Honestly, yeah, uh, especially probably. for Skyrim. I don't think we get anything more than a cinematic for
0: Starfield th- this year. I if anything, I don't know. I think we might get Starfield. Before we get, well, I don't know. Just looking at their their past timeline and how much they've, how long they've wanted to do an outer space game since yeah, like, since before Fallout Three came out, they mm-hmm. wanted to do a, a space kind of genre game, and that's kind of what Prey was. Yeah, which like I a- never, I never played it. It, it just, was okay. Prey was very Doom. It was very. It seemed like it crossed between like Doom and um, Dead Space. Yeah, and I, I n- never got then, into Dead Space. It's just from my. Prey impression. really
1: had like a nineties game, like yeah. like a like a Doom or Nukem or a Shadow Warriors vibe. Uh, it so. kind of always gave me that. It didn't have the same attitude to it, mm-hmm. but it just felt very like it almost felt like an indie IP. Yeah.
0: That's, I, I never really looked into it because it's just like space games were kind of like, yeah whatever. I, I don't really care when there's all the stuff we can do here and the floating around in space and the space station or whatever. I just, at the time, it just wasn't the game for me. Um, but I'm sure that was a really good game. I've heard really good reviews on that, too. but like So they've been looking at doing something. So I could see Starfield coming out before uh, Elder Scrolls 6. Especially with ESO just getting this last massive update yeah. with like the vampires and whatever stuff. We're releasing uh, one at, at
1: QuakeCon and one at E3.
0: I I don't know. See, that's I don't know. It's it's weird, especially with the whole being the next generation of, of the yeah. consoles We're coming out and weird everything. in spot right now. Yeah, yeah. that kind of it kind of changes. Actually, on that topic, I just saw a uh, a thing from. Um, it was Greymore, by the way. Greymore, yeah. What's... Okay, I've just read something. The um, Cyberpunk. Yes, CD Projekt Red. Yes, them, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the They said anybody who gets a copy of, of um, Cyberpunk will also get a free upgrade to the next gen if you get it on a current gen. Yeah, there's a so couple games that are doing one, that. Yeah, if you get it on a one, because it comes out... I don't know. Did, did they change again since the last time we talked about it? Because it seems like it's it's getting changed like every few. weeks. The last now. time I remember, like it's like a, September. a release
1: date was Keanu Reeves telling me because I remember everything Keanu Reeves tells me, but <laughs> you have to listen to Neo. <laughs> um, it's it's September something now. September the release date 11, is is um, initial release date is still April sixteenth, so it's right around the corner.
0: Yeah. No, they changed it to September, because I talked about it. I think in our first episode, the it's, Keanu Reeves told me April 16th. Yeah, but they've changed it since then because they want to make the make it extra shiny. I regardlessly, think... it's gonna come out bef- pre the the next gen console. So if you get if you have the the PS4 or delayed
1: the, like, to September 17th, 7S4.
0: January 16th of 2020.
1: There it is. You were right. Keanu yeah, was wrong. No, he was right initially.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll pull some John Wick stuff on you, so that I wouldn't talk bad about no, it. No, that's only if I kick his dog. <laughs> um, but, like, th- I know there's a couple other companies that are doing the, the free upgrade. Yeah, to, there's a lot of big games. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, like, I want to get the physical copy of it. I don't know if I'm going to get a collector's edition or not. Maybe we'll see, depending on... The stuff that it comes with, I like could use. No, nah, I really couldn't use. I don't have any space for it. But why not get more stuff? Yeah. Um, But, like, I want to get the physical copy. And if you're going to get the upgrade, if it's going to be an upgraded, like, collector's edition or something like that, that's kind of going to stink. Yeah. Because, like, that might be one of those Well, I'll get it on this, and then I'll also get it on this upgraded one. I'll, I'll actually buy it for the PS5. Get it originally for the Xbox, and then get the free upgrade for the Xbox. I don't know. We'll see.
1: Yeah, it, it'll be cool if like I, I kind of I'm excited to see that one. I kind of hope they release like a Johnny Silverhand, just again because I love Keanu Reeves. Um, and I would I would almost like because I'm not going to get the game. Unfortunately, it's just not an IPL play. Yeah. Um, I avoid n- anything with nudity, which p- totally puts me out of CD Projekt Red, which yeah. really stinks because Witcher is one of my favorite titles of all time. Um, I, I'm a fantasy junkie, um, and cyberpunk looks amazing, but I would pick up a a Johnny Silverhand figure. Why not? Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to see like, um, what comes. I'm excited to see if we get an Elder Scrolls six, um, anything about it at all. It would be interesting. I'm really, I really love, they're releasing a doom eternal custom guitar, which has, um, doom Marine holding a freaking like hell sword and it's awesome
0: um, i can't wait to hear the soundtrack if it's yeah. anything like the first one the soundtrack for that game is amazing. like i'll put that soundtrack on when i play other game. i'll be playing fallout 76 or something like that listening to the doom soundtrack or or playing Ark or minecraft it's so
1: nostalgic too in a way like again doom is one of those games that brings me back mm-hmm. um that i feel like i'd be playing like in front of my small old school computer in my cabinet just like gibbing people like i love doom for that reason mm-hmm. because it takes me to a simpler time when i could blow people up and not worry about my bills.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, That's one thing that stuck <laughs> with with Wolfenstein was it just didn't have that Oh,
1: I loved Wolfenstein one
0: Eh, I don't know. I the the, the remakes of Wolfenstein, the game just haven't really pulled me in. That See, much. I had the opposite effect. I yes. loved it. <laughs> well, like um, the, the the last one with the with the twins. they're I didn't play Youngbloods yet. That's that's on Game Pass. The, yeah, on the Game Pass right now, and I'm like, eh, I don't. I just there's too many games. There's too many games, yeah. and like every too other many game. Games? It's is life Destiny just games. came out and it was only three bucks? Like or Destiny, the Division, Division two. two. Yeah. They just did a huge sale and it was Rainbow only $3. Six Siege
1: is on sale yeah, right now, right. so it's like seven ninety nine. And then if you want to pick up the Game Pass, it's twenty five dollars. But seven ninety nine for Siege isn't bad. You get all the cool stuff for the year five pass. I'm not yeah, you know, I'm not crazy about the passes. I'm going to actually do it though cuz you get all the operators and Game everything. Game Pass
0: is is awesome on the Xbox. It. I love it. It's on my it's PC
1: just, as well. I need to get oh. like
0: another 5 more terabytes for all the games yeah. I want to download.
1: Yeah. But yeah, it like there's there's so much and I'm I'm excited cuz like all right, always around convention time, they put way more stuff on Game Pass as well. Yep. Um you'll get like a PAX bump and we'll get a bunch of stuff. Oh yeah. Closer to QuakeCon, like Bethesda will release some sales. Yep. Um, I'm super excited. Uh, so, like, I'm, I'm excited to see what comes out of PAX. I'm excited. I, it's not a time of a ton of releases, it's not like E3, but there's going to be some news to watch for. Um, it, it's cool if you're going, like, awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and, You know, share some videos on our Facebook if you're going. Uh, I want to see what what it looks like over there. I really want to go. I think next year it might be a thing I do um, for sure is do PAX East or PAX Unplugged um, because, you know, they're both about a. uh, Boston's actually farther for us. PAX Unplugged is actually closer. I think it's like five and a half hours. Um, But it's it's all analog focused, but I still think it would be sweet to go to PAX Unplugged. Uh, I'm still kind of thinking about it. I might do both. But yeah. So, that's everything I think we have today. I don't know if we have anything else. Do you have any other thoughts or news? We could do the Boondocks hands for Pax East next year. We could do the Boondocks hands <laughs> for Pax East next year. That's a thing. Um, there's a lot of things I want to do. I have I have so much planned. I'm gonna be doing some Comic Cons this year with panel discussion and everything as well. Um, so yeah. With that being said. If you've made it to the end of the episode with us, you can't see my slight hand motions because only one of my arms works, and this is audio. <laughs> yep. Come join us February 29th at the St. John DeSales Center in Niagara Falls. Um, hang out with us. Play some games. Get yourself some sweet baskets. There's so much cool stuff. Um, if you're going to PAX East, enjoy yourself. Keep that eye, your eyes out on the news. And as always...
0: Oh wait, where can we be found on social media? Where
1: can we be found on social media? That's what I was gonna say. Facebook.com backslash squad wipe gaming pod. Same thing for Swi- uh, for Twitch, that is Squad Wipe Gaming P-O-D. No nothing, no special characters um you can find me i don't do too much video game stuff on my instagram but at Instaslam, and that is i s or i n s t a a s l a m m you can watch all my professional wrestling stuff on there um you can listen to me on podcasters i have a new episode of dungeons and dragons that will be launched by this time um and a new season you can find me on the panel discussion playing wow talking about comic books uh and and again squad white gaming pod twitch is where i stream league of legends the cycle probably gtfo soon destiny 2
0: all sorts of stuff so come hang out on there and now i slide it off the shades uh you can find me i'm not really too active on my instagram or my facebook but you can find me at marcus shades or marcus shade and on discord and uh xbox and on mixer and all the different social media things as either Marquee Shade or uh, Shades 303.
1: And you can find all of us as well um, if you go to that Facebook page. All of us, all anyone who is on our team, who is playing games, like I said, ourselves as well as Ascendant Samurai, uh, will be on there and keep an eye out for wipe of the week. If you're an esports fan, which will soon be coming to Facebook as well, um, with our good friend Jason a Chef. So come on out uh, or come on at in to down tune, load, on in. tune on in to internet bar breaking. <laughs> eat or eat. How did he see me? <laughs> i am a robot (laughs) anyway as we fall apart thank you for joining us here on squad wipe gaming until next time don't forget to squad wipe
0: any good podcasts lately Uh, just this one which one two point conversation two point conversation what's that Well,
1: it's a football podcast on the network at BICVP-radio.com. Matt Johnson hosts it with a plethora of co-hosts. He actually has a whole team, and they release an episode Monday through Friday, ranging from team statistics about NFL football. They talk about scores, rankings, fantasy picking. They do player analysis and team breakdowns, I'm pretty sure, through past years as well.
0: Did you say it's... NFL football.
1: NFL football. And every single day of the week. Monday through Friday. That
0: is insane. He even drops special bonus episodes randomly too. All right. I'm going to have to check this out.